0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of I Heart Recovery Land. I realized that I totally forgot to tell you who Andy Frankenstein was. So Andy Frankenstein, Frankenstein is not his real name, but he's the physical therapist who taught me how to walk five years ago. And hilariously, he totally goes to my regular gym. Like one day, I was on a table And David was helping me, he was doing like kind of some manual therapy or something to help my hip or something. And of course I was like screaming and yelling and telling him to go away because it hurt like anything. So then after I was done with the screaming, I sat up and um, I hear this voice from the table next to me. Hey Anne, do you remember me? I turn around, it's totally Andy. He's like, do you remember me from physical therapy? I'm like, do I remember you? I was like, Andy, of course. I was like, you're famous. Because I had just done um, an internal staff meeting at my gym, which I loved. It was so much fun. And I had told them about Andy Frankenstein, you know, the guy who taught me how to walk. And um, it was so fun to see him there because, I, you know, he taught me how to walk. And then three years later, I met him at a local park with um, my friend Joyce. Um, just because I wanted to check in with him and let him see my gait and how it's improved. And he was impressed. And I uh, just FYI, people, like, if that's not part of your profession, you can't get away with that kind of looking and gawking, okay? But on Andy, it's totally fine. So hold on. My dad's coming. Did you guys just hear that whistle in the background? That was the tan family whistle. It was my dad whistling. I don't know why because he disappeared again. I thought he was coming to talk to me because I had a question for him, but yeah, I guess not. Anyway, so Andy totally goes to my regular gym. So this was so I saw him three years after he told me at a walk, and this last time was um, two additional years, so a total of five years later. So yeah, it's really cool. And so I told you that he actually works at the PT at the PT clinic where my um ortho searchness so the update is I went yesterday and I waited for over an hour which which happens sometimes because you know like you know like I'm sure you've all waited in the doctor's office but like it happens sometimes you know everything's running late but I didn't have the time additional time to wait so I just left and I was like this is actually a great idea this is the best doctor's appointment I've ever had. <laughs> because I actually didn't need any additional information. I was just going to give him an update on what my status was. And really, um, what I appreciated about our initial consultation was that he was not over-eager to just cut it up like with like a typical attitude or it's really an unfair generalization. That people make about surgeons, that they just want to like cut stuff up and solve problems that way, but he absolutely took the time to kind of give me a balanced view about, you know, um, having a labral tear and a perspective, you know, on how the majority of the population can deal with it, but I'm not the majority of the, of the uh, population, so the ideal. Um scenario he was hoping for was like you know I'll give you a steroid shot we'll see that how it work how that works, and you go to physical therapy for a couple times a week for the next three months, and we'll see if we can get you in a place where you can just you know tolerate living with this and it'll be okay and I won't have to operate because if I do operate that'll definitely set you back like you know months and months because. Yeah, even for, like, professional athletes, it's, like, you know, a longer recovery than I had anticipated, and for someone like me, yeah, that would just not be great. So I got the shot, which did hurt, but only for a very brief time, and I apologized, but I was, like, sorry if I yell at you, but he was really nice. And then um, I went to physical therapy, well, no, actually, I didn't go to physical therapy. Uh, I put Coach Randy in charge of my physical therapy, and he's actually an athletic trainer. Um which is a medical professional, but he works very closely with physical therapists, and he has the knowledge. But he is more kind of um, well. He's used to training like you know professionals and Olympians, individuals and teams of, and then you know there's me. So I put him in charge, and the thing, the good thing is that he's a strength coach, so he knows exactly how to um, strengthen certain muscles, and he is also an expert in my gait because he's been watching it for almost three years now. So he knows what's going on. And whatever he's doing, apparently it's working because it feels so much better. Like it went downhill first. I mean, like right after I got the shot, like like everything was going nuts. Like all the joints and both legs were very compromised. I was panicking. I got a pair of forearm crutches and I tried to use them, but I turned out like I started looking like a complete idiot because you need like both arms to use forearm crutches and like my um, <laughs> my left arm motor skills are still very lacking so yeah I looked really silly with them but I made friends more so with them um, my a new walker like a, I got like a three-wheeler which is works working out well uh, the, the great thing is that yesterday I didn't see the surgeon but I decided, I was like, you know, I can email him the update with his um, really nice medical assistant, so I'm going to do that. And then I was like, you know what, this morning I'm not going to see the surgeon, but I'm totally going to go see Andy. So I just popped into the, um, the clinic, and I saw him, and I was like, hey, Andy, um, can you teach me how to use this three-wheeler? Because he taught me how to use the four-wheel walker and like how to get it up and down a curb. And so like he demonstrated how to use the three-wheeler and get on a curb, it was so funny. Cause it was so like, I just needed some information and he was there to provide it, it was great. And um, he showed me that the brakes actually do in fact work and I should be using them. And then um, I gave him the update on my hip and I was like, see, Andy is totally fine, watch this. And so watch my gait. And so I demonstrated my gait. I come back to him and I'm like, see, it's fine. See, nobody's gonna die. And when I said that, like, he totally just, like, cracked up on the inside. cause And then I realized, like, wow, Andy actually is totally not used to hearing me talk. Because I was a lot less talkative when I worked with him. Like, the first time he saw me, actually, three years later, we're just sitting there talking. And he, his comment was, so you're a lot more verbal. <laughs> and I was like, I know, right? Because... Like, I started writing after I tr- I got treatment with him, and I started talking about this. And the thing is, I feel like I've been talking to Andy Frankenstein the whole time because, I mean, he's a big part of my story, so I write about him and I talk about him. But I realized that, like, well, we actually don't interact a whole lot. I and mean, Sometimes we text and stuff. But he is not, has not been privy to my thought processes. So he's not used to hearing statements like nobody's going to die. So, yeah, that was... That was pretty funny. So overall, that was, like, the best doctor's appointment I've ever had because I didn't have to see anybody, really, except the person I really wanted to see. Uh, Not that I, not like, my surgeon is such a nice person, and his MA is, like, really nice, too. So, like, I promise you I'm not being naughty. I'm not doing that whole medical evasion thing that I like to do. This is a legitimate, like... I am better, and I know who to call in case I need help, but um, I don't need help right now, so, yeah, I'm just going to go my merry way. So, anyway, thanks for thinking of me and praying for me, and I will keep you posted. Have a great day.